A state of mind or attitude? There you state go. of mind, good. Attitude, I like. It, it, do we? Does it belong to us? Interesting. I don't know. What do you think, Jimmy? Does it? You, it? It's vaporous. It comes and goes. The moods come and go. Right. This is the. This is the hard part, and the and it's part partially attitude. Like I tend to be fairly the same most of the time because I learned as in in theater that if you keep your character solid as you can, you can move from it easier than if you're changing it. Because if you change your, 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 your mood and your character, it's hard to do things. If you if you're not like in charge of your mood, right? Your character. If you're not your character isn't stable enough to work with, you're working with two or three characters. So what what mood have you programmed into Jimmy? That is as stable, steady, as stable and steady and uh, you know simple as possible. Cleanliness of mood. <laughs> it's. You know, as tidy as possible, nothing characterizing anything, just receiving information, receiving information, in, in taking information, taking information. Because as soon as you got attitude, you can't take in everything. You only take in what you like, right? Or suitable to that character. So, you know, zero is not a bad spot as a mood, you know, for me. Moodless moodless and mood uh um in unable to change my mood like make sure that try and make it so that my mood can't be knocked over stabilize stabilize zero you know stabilize zero you're not i'm not stabilizing any story or anything i want to have happen i'm just stabilizing zero and uh, and then I got a chance with the information that comes in then that's not been skewed by my wanting to watch a fucking hockey game, <laughs> you, know, you know, stuff I want to do. Boom, I got a chance. Uh, I, I, okay. I, I just, I, I had a really evil thought and that was while you were going, Jim, I was going to say, hey, is that Mary? Did Mary call you in the background? Are you trying to change his mood? <laughs> yeah. I was, just thinking, I was just thinking, you know, if my wife calls me in the background, I know, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> well, I must say there is some of that attitude present. <laughs> so, so Jazz one, or Jimmy, I don't remember which one of you said it, is that... Uh, does a mood come to us from outside? Is that, what you, is that what one of you said, or am I just making that up? Yeah, I, I, I sort of ventured that a little bit, but, but Jim's explanation with the definition of the mood being a, a state of, what was it? A state, mind. A state of mind. Of yeah. And there was something else to... Add it or attitude. 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 Mm. Okay. Yeah, so 
um, it's almost, you know, it's almost like a marriage, right? There's, 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 there's something which you supply, and then there's something which is external too. Um, and maybe, maybe the internal can influence the external and the external can influence the internal and you wind up with a, with a third thing, which could be a mood. And I really like the state of mind. I would, I would venture to push it a little bit and say state of being. Yes. Yeah. An attitude. State of being. And, and EJ said that the spiritual work is 100% attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why that word always sort of has an extra ring to it when it's said. Yeah. Yeah. I perk and up a little bit when I hear the word attitude. I'm like, okay, information about something I need to know about more than I, I need more than what I have. Yes, topic. and you and you need to learn, be in the learning attitude, mm -hmm. to receive it, because people don't like changing their attitudes mm -hmm. from external forces like a voice, like our wives. We don't want it, you know. That comes in, and it's like, like I don't want to, you know. And, and that but, to but right is that now an emotion is, or a mood. That's the, the, now we're getting to, uh, sorry to push it a little bit in a yeah, direction yeah. that I have. So I, I don't know personally, maybe you, cause I don't, ha I don't have that like trigger in me from, from Elena. So is that when, when you hear a voice like your, your wife's with a tone in it, maybe does that change your, does that create an emotion or does it change your mood? Is it an emotional reaction to the sound of the voice or is it a, a, a total mood altering? It's a pattern. It's a pattern that her, uh, Mary's voice drops into. And I, depending on my mood, mm -hmm. you know, I'll either get cranky or I'll laugh. <laughs> there it is. There two it is. Two ridiculously different uh responses you know, responses yeah. totally ignorant and if i you know i mean if i'm going to call myself sensible or smart or anything it's totally ignorant to do that right two totally different responses one person sending it i'm messing it up i'm changing it because i don't like that or oh i love that you know so is it emotion it is but it's our personal personal emotion that's attached to stuff yeah, but you said something that's been something I've been seeing in myself, Jim, and I want to emphasize it, okay. is that depending on my mood, certain things can be painful or annoying or, or create anger even, or they could be laughed at and they could be just part of the game and it's no pasanada, it doesn't bother me a bit. But if I'm in a different mood, it could add to it could just pile on the the darkness that's that's coming in right and i don't know how to um i don't like that part right i i, I and so i've been wondering about how to not be so enslaved to my moods 
so that, as Jim said earlier, that I do at, at zero mood, at, at like zero, nothing, no mood, no attitude, perfect something or another, <laughs> right? Yeah. Perfect zero, where I see what is as it is. But I don't live there. I'm, I, I, I would love, it, it's a, apparently in the, in the books we read, it's a very good place to get to. But I don't get there very easily or often, and I don't feel like it's in my control, and I don't necessarily like the fact that when a mood descends, I have to wait for it to work its way through, like a pebble in a, in a, in a pond, or, you know, like the upset has its reverb in me, and I have to, I have to ride those ugly reverbs until they smooth out. Wow. And it does color how I see everything. Like the mood is like a shade, you know, like a, they say rose colored glasses. Well, you know, I have different shades that tint the world, you know, from rose colored Don Quixote style glasses where everything looks like a wonderful, crazy, nonsensical adventure where I'm going to save the world to like, you know, shades. Yeah where everything is shadowy and, you know. That sounds like the place. <laughs> but yeah. one thing you said at the beginning was, I'm, you're not sure if you're responsible. Yeah, I don't know. that They seem and, to show up. And that's, that's, like I said to Sandy this morning, he was trying to get the ferry. He had to go to the doctor. He got all this kind of stuff. I said, it's just you. It's just you you got to worry about. All those things, you just have to notate them, and then you keep yourself able to diagnose, right? And if you don't accept responsibility for being the one who's creating all the moods and creating all the situations, then it's happening to you. And if it's happening to you, you're off the hook. Then you can get pissed off. At, I can get pissed off at Mary or Sandy or, you know. It's not my problem. And so, I mean, I think that's where it really lays is the responsibility, you know, like, <laughs> you know, can I dish this off to somebody else? <laughs> well, yeah. And then it becomes, if it's a dark mood, then it becomes like a fart in an elevator, right? Because there's the idea of passing <laughs> on, you know, your gas yes. onto those around you. So if you're in a yep. dark mood, like yeah. my father used to get in very bad moods if the Pittsburgh Steelers lost a football game. Whoa. He would be in a bad mood. Whoa. So we went into our rooms and we sort of just closed the door and you know let let dad get work his way through that, right? Wow. Yeah. So so there's so but if but it, there there was this invitation to kind of, you know, participate in that you know in that bad mood or you one can, you know, as a fellow teacher Jim, if you come into the room in a bad mood, you may, I may, you may, someone may strike out at a kid in a way that's more exaggerated than it would be if it was, you know, there was less ac mood activity. Yeah. So yeah. there is I... that responsibility for sure. For me, to contain. To, if I see it come out, it's <laughs> often too late, of course. But I can say, all right, so I'm in the throes of something here. Yeah. And I should, I should have the guard, the guards, we should double the guards at the gate of Fred's mouth. <laughs> oh boy. I was just. Or just listen to his mouth. I do that. I usually yeah. agree with him though. 
Well, that's, I think that's the key is listening to yourself and going, am I agreeing with this? Am I agreeing with this? I'm, is this close? Is this close? If it's a try, if it's yep. a try, an urgent try, it's good. But if it's a summation, the summations are always the bad ones for me. Yeah. When I, this is what it is. Right. I'm right. fucking great. And you guys are blowing it. And, you know, and then it's over for, you know, and the war is on and blah, blah, blah. And, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I know. And, and after, after, after uh, being together with somebody for a number of years, you probably know exactly what to say to really make the other person just crawl out. And, and uh, I know, I mean, you guys haven't seen this, but, you know, sometimes I can, retort back really viciously <laughs> no it's, especially when i'm in the in the middle of something and my wife will say something like hey where are you gonna go do that it's like, and then it's just like it, it all builds up do you have any idea what i'm trying to do here i <laughs> And and then and then it's just then it's just then it's just gone then it's just like yeah you uh, know but on the reverse yeah. let's I I would yeah I have things to say about what you said Jasmine but yeah but um yeah when I will to summarize Elena when I when I do my version of what you described she goes oh so the martyr's present. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a martyr. Okay. I might use that. Let me Maybe get up on the cross, please. It's my turn. <laughs> so in any case, there's. So we. I don't want to share, and I don't want people to be to have to live through my inner mood if it's a dark one, right? There. Yeah. So it's. So I do my best to contain it with whatever yeah. methods. We don't need to go through those. Yeah. Yeah. But, to share. The elevated moods mm -hmm. and to bring life to, to maybe somebody can catch on your tail, our tail, one's tail, and ride you as you're going up that ladder of elevated moods to, to you know, something we spoke about the other, the other week, uh, exalted or sacred spaces. Mm -hmm. To me, those are all mood. Right, so there's those higher moods that w that I've touched a couple of times. They're really nice, and then there is architecture and art that also can influence and elevate the mood. So if we walk into a you know a nice, well-made Masonic cathedral for the Catholics, pick your favorite, and you walk into that, that there's a mood attempting to descend upon me. Right there's a space that I'm that is an elevate a higher mood than the one maybe I walked in the door with, mm -hmm. but that's also so that's the whole thing. Like, but from what I understand from sacred readings of architecture, mm -hmm. that that was purposeful. That wasn't like an accident, you know. That that yeah. mood was sort of objected, objective and available in that you know church. We'll call them, no. So there's yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. 
So is 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 the part where we explode over something? Is is that really a mood? I don't know. It. I was just saying it colors how I see things. So if I'm in yeah. an elevated mood, and something that usually is annoying comes to town, <laughs> then yeah. I might find it like I might be able to look at it and study it. I might be a, 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 a girded from yeah. its vibrations. I might see it for what it really is. Mm. I may not see it from a sort of low standpoint of a, a you know, a, a rock in my shoe. I might say, oh, there's a rock in my shoe. You know, rocks are earth. And I might go into some, like, you know, deeper understanding of, you know, rocks and who made shoes and, you know, and all that, as opposed to being like, man, my foot hurts. When, when I was with the band, the, my way of dealing with problems was don't be grumpy. It was dragging the whole sense of what the mood is down to uh, um, a laughable mood, which is grumpy. It's a laughable mood. It's approachable because it's kind of, oh, kids, don't be grumpy. It's not, don't be vicious. It's don't be, because grumpy is the beginnings of vicious. <laughs> it's the first step. So for me, the mood, dealing with moods, <clears throat> you have to go back to where they start. What's the trigger? You know, and that's where you deal with them. <clears throat> once once they get going, they're like, they got to play out. Like you say, you know, they, you got to kind of let them play out, watch the, the horror show. And, um, but if you can catch it just before, and I could stop people with the grumpy because I wasn't saying fucking shut up. I was saying, you know, don't be grumpy. And they can laugh and they can get away with, without feeling bad. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, once, once we're, I mean, anger is not a mood. I don't no. think, <laughs> but it's not, it's, not my definition, but it's been created by moods, bad moods. Influenced. It builds on grumpy. That's how it builds. Well, and that, that's sort of my question, Jim, because in another way of saying it, is so anger can be at fire, fire to the anger can be added by a previously existing bad mood, right? So my question is, Do, ah, how do I say this? Um, when it's too late and the mood has descended, I just have to ride it out. Mm -hmm. But the frustration for me comes when I don't want to live this way. But it is the way that I'm living and I don't really know. I, I, don't ha I mean, I do have t tools. I mean, we all have coping mechanisms these days is what they call them. I'll take a walk, I'll put on music, I'll, I'll do something, but it's still like colors. I'm like, oh yeah, here you go again, tricking yourself out of this bad mood by, you know, listening to music. We know this one, Fred, you know? So there's, so it's a bit of, I, I, I just find it unfortunate that I am tied so deeply, if I were to be exaggerated, I would say enslaved by whatever mood I'm in. So it's, it's, it just changed the way I see the world around me. You guys, uh, 
favorite tasks, the beautiful mountains, whatever. It, it's like a color that descends upon my experience of whatever it is that's happening around me. Well, isn't anger a state of mood, a state of mind, or um, or um, an attitude? So, if that's the definition we're using, surely it's a mood. Well, let me look it up. <laughs> I've always but, labeled anger, but see, for me, emotions are very difficult to label, right? Yeah. Emotions, moods, like the, I, I always, I have trouble with. You know this sort of generalization of these so you know agreed upon words like happy, sad, anger, upset, grumpy, right? It's yeah. to me it's very personal what's what's happening inside, and we just throw throw I throw a label on it just to communicate it. Anger, strong displeasure, or hostility, ire, wrath, to make irate, to make irate, to provoke. To become angry, so it's kind of emotion. It's 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 it is a to become angry. It's it's a it's a it move you move into anger through. Oh, we all have our own little things that are solid, right? That's how I get angry. That's how you get angry, you know. And uh, and it's and it so it kind of always comes down to me. If I'm getting angry, it's me. It it is me for sure, you know. And it's and it's a failure, on a sense, you know. It's a bad orgasm, <laughs> you know. It's, it's you're left just with no no afterglow at all, you know. You know, nothing, just wasted beast. A story that comes to my mind is 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 a story, and it's it's. It's strange how th some things just, you hear all these things and they all just like go out and go out and go out and then the, the, the little one sort of sticks. And it's, um, there was a story about uh, Mayor Baba who was doing an invocation, whatever that sort of means, whether it's riding up, getting into an exalted state. And apparently somebody started acting up and uh, he threw them down the stairs. <laughs> so then it's all like righteous, <laughs> righteous anger. Right? And uh, we have that going through all of the Bible, that, that righteous strike him from the face of the earth and yeah, my, my neighbor, I was trying some months ago, I was putting in iron posts, two meter iron posts. And uh -huh. in the areas, there's some topsoil, there's some soil, tierra. And then yeah. very near that is a layer of rock, bedrock in some cases. And I was, you know, hitting it, boom, boom, boom. And he came over and he put one in in like three tries. Well, he's obviously <laughs> much stronger than I am. And I said, how do you do that? He says, I get angry. <laughs> you got to use your anger when you hit the post with the matacuña. Ah. Yeah. Then I can't drum up the anger. It's just yeah. too absurd. Yeah, then yeah, cuz we're like just tense up like you're okay. You know, but to actually call up like, you know, from the butt anger to smash a post through rock is is you know, it's one Yeah, thing but I bet you he was hit. 
I bet you he wasn't out of his mind. I bet you he was contained. No, he was focused. Focused, yeah. focused, and he's using that juice. Yeah, I think that juice, calling it up. Yeah, and I mean that's a great idea, really. You know, <laughs> it's a great idea because it's it's you know uh, uh, it it takes that style of behavior to to like Fun if I go up and dig my garden and I'm angry and I'm digging and digging angrily, well, half an hour later I'll be calm down, guaranteed. Well, I was told a story as to why that happens back when I was at Claymont. For those mm -hmm. of you who don't know, a J.G. Bennett, Gurdjieffian lineage school. And I, I, they put, wow, well, it's too much philosophy, sort of esoteric philosophy. But basically, there were two strong emotions, fear and anger. And that was sort of put on, a, we were put on a sort of quest to, to, to look mm -hmm. at ourselves, self-study, of course. Mm-hmm to see which one sort of do you fall toward, anger or fear. And they said, and they, there was also another aphorism that went, went with it, but that was so many years ago, I don't recall. Anger is the, neither one of them are good nor bad, right? They, they have a place within the, the, the system, mm -hmm. so to speak. But I, I tended toward the anger side of the fence. So what I was told when I was working through that stuff when I felt it bubble up in me, that I would go, and they said, here's what you do. There's a pile of dirt over there, a very big pile of dirt, and there's a shovel that's always going to be there. When you feel this coming on, go give it to the earth, because the earth can take it from you, no trouble. So I often was digging in a pile of dirt for, for no other reason than to like give my anger to, to, I didn't have the skill to use it to, pound in an iron post, but I could get it out through physical uh, work with a shovel and a pile of dirt. Wow. And I do that, like, if I, I don't, if I'm grumpy, I don't waste my time trying to do something fun. I'll go dig a hole. Mm -hmm. And, and then when I'm feeling good, I'll do something fun. You know, and so it, it sort of, and it works. It does stabilize you, you know. But I, I mean, I think fear is also the basis to anger. It can be, you know. Yeah, I've it, you know, yeah. You know, and and it's a good thing. I think fear is a great thing. I like it. I like it when I'm afraid because it, oh, something's, Jim, wake up, you know, figure this out. Figure it. Go as deep as you can with it, so you figure out what really is you're you're thinking, right? So, I mean, I think looking at your moods and watching how patterny they are, like that's to me the key, watching the pattern of your moods. We're pretty simple. We don't have a lot of moods, patterns. We have about, this, you know, one major one, I think, and then a bunch of subsidiaries. But from happy to, to sad, we have sort of one ladder we go up and down on. And, uh, and, and, and we don't see it uh, because we don't want to. We want to think that both of those moods are very, very intelligent and very, very, very right. So but what about this? I don't want to, yeah. I know we're probably going to run out of time, but I wanted, this is something I wanted to ask both of you because you're both readers. 
the labyrinth readers, you guys are the old school, using the books and everything. So, before you open the chamber to do your readings, do you use, is it part of your practice to use these ancillary products like sound, the bell, the candle, the incense, the cloth on the table, the way you've kept your book, however you store your Labyrinth Readers American Book of the Dead reading book, are, are those attempts for you to enter a higher mood or a higher space, sometimes those words for me are the same thing, before you do such a, you know, important task. So do, uh, how do those assisters, assisting factors, also produce mood or produce space? I use the incense and just go around and sort of make a circle around oh, me. Good. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not a bad, gentle... Oh, I love the incense. <laughs> it's super important for me. Yeah. While you're choreographing it, you're directing it. You know, you're, you're, you're the director. When you're the director, it's okay. When you're the actor, it's not so much because you just go. As an actor, you just got to go. But as a director, you can set it up and choreograph it. Yeah. Um, the last little while, I haven't been using a cloth because I basically put the photo on the monitor, computer monitor and do it that way, but uh, maybe I should get a cloth. But usually before I before I start the very first weeding, I've sort of wiped down and cleaned, cleaned the table, and I got some rocks there, and then I, I light the incense. So I'll take a bit of, um, bit of a sniff of the incense just to, okay, yeah, at least it smells nice or it doesn't. And then usually uh, I'll probably do like a, a couple of breaths and I'll just breathe in, breathe out, three. Don't ask me, three is a sacred number everywhere. Then I pick up pick up the thing and then as I pass over the threshold, I give the old uh, for the benefit of all beings everywhere. Then I set everything out and and um, here it's, it's uh, I always get a little confused because in the Labyrinth Readers course, it says, you put the candles out first, then you pull up the photos, and when you finish, you pick up the candles, and then you put the photo away. So uh, I'm always playing with it. And then the sound as well. And um, I, try to, I try to make contact, but I, I'm not really sure. It's, it's like a very hit and miss whether I've made the contact or not. And often I'm the and in my notes, because I do take notes every time. So I, I'll, put in, I'll put in very ordinary reading or, or I'll put in, well, I, 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 was, I was just thinking about what my scotch is going to taste like, you know, and while I'm doing the reading. And, 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 but but it, it does seem to open up a, a little window and, and sort of show you all, all the sort of parts, you, you, you're not there. You're not present where you're thinking about this or thinking about... 
sometimes I'm in a rush or somebody's coming. Oh, I better I better finish before I hear the doorbell. I hope they don't interrupt me. It's a whole bunch of stuff, and it's from a very tiny, very simple sort of place that it starts from, so to speak. Yeah. Very good. Similar, similar for me. But I'm I. For me, the the little rituals: candle, bell, incense, <laughs> presence, crossing thresholds, the photo. Oh, I have the same game I play too with the order of things. <laughs> See which one seems like there might be a little more. It feels more proper, right? It feels more magical. Whatever word works for you. Um, and yeah, all that inner chatter I'm very familiar with. But but for <laughs> me, again, talking about mood. That's a sort of, as to use Jim's word, a directed, like I'm the director so I can organize myself into, or at least I'll give myself the opportunity to sort of be a better person to mm. do the reading than the one who was just outside the door five minutes mm. ago. Mm. No? Yeah. And, don't, and do you beat yourself up afterwards and say, geez, where are I? That reading was terrible. Like I had no contact. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we suck. All right. Sometimes the nurse isn't very good. But we want to be perfect. <laughs> no, but there's moods in those readings. You know, you, you. We all three know this. I don't need even to ask for verification. Yeah. When when everything when things fall right, yeah. carried along. You know, mm -hmm. and, and then the time disappears. Mm -hmm. It's me yeah. and the words and the person I'm in contact with, right? Whether and we don't talk about that because I there's no proof, right? So I'll say, okay, the contact was better. We'll say, right? Mm -hmm. It's being received. Somebody feels like they're getting this, and it's 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 a very high space or a very high mood. Mm -hmm. And then to leave it too is super interesting to me, the, the reversal of all the rituals and the exit from the space mm -hmm. is like also sealing it in a particular way mm -hmm. to kind of keep it protected and available and alive for the next reading, the next time. So those are all for me, the, the, the vast array of mood stuff that, that, that I've just been paying attention to more than I used to.